Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we begin our understanding of John chapter 7, verses 1 to 13, the Feast of the Tabernacles. We hear in sacred scripture, after Jesus moved about within Galilee, but he did not wish to travel in Judea because the Jews were trying to kill him. But the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles was near, so his brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea, so that your disciples also may see the works you are doing. No one works in secret if he wants to be known publicly. If you do these things, manifest yourself to the world. For his brothers did not believe in him. So Jesus said to them, My time is not yet here, but the time is always right for you. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify to it that its works are evil. You go up to the feast. I am not going up to this feast because my time has not yet been fulfilled. After he had said this, he stayed on in Galilee. But when his brothers had gone up to the feast, he himself also went up, not openly, but as it were in secret. The Jews were looking for him at the feast and saying, Where is he? And there were considerable murmuring about him in the crowds. Some said, He is a good man. While others said, No. On the contrary, he misleads the crowd. Still, no one spoke openly about him because they were afraid of the Jews. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, this passage is all about God's timing. Our timing needs to align with God's timing. You see that the people around Jesus are pressuring him to do something when Jesus knows it's not the right time. As he says so clearly, my time has not yet come. How many times do we put external pressure on God to act? God, if you exist, you're going to do this for me. God, if you really care, why don't you do that? And by the way, your timeline is now. We do this often in our prayer. People who are struggling in faith may often put God to the test with an expectation that they're going to see a sign right here, right now. But just as Jesus uses the Feast of Tabernacles as an example to illustrate that while it's a Jewish festival and it would seem like an appropriate time to go and spread the good news, God has different plans. Friends, so it is in our lives. It is important that, yes, we turn to God in our need, turn to him in prayer, ask him for this and that. But what we need to do is we need to recognize that, number one, if God intends it to happen, then be God's will, not my will be done. His will is done. Number two, if it is his will, then it needs to be on God's time even though I would like it today or yesterday sometimes, the reality is sometimes God makes us wait till tomorrow or down the road. You've heard me say before, sometimes when God answers our prayers, it's a yes. 
Sometimes it's a not now or not yet. And sometimes it's a no. Are we willing to accept when it's a not yet or a no? I'm sure we all get excited when it's a yes and we see the fruits of the prayer immediately. What is our response when it's a not yet or a not now or even worse, a no? Does that rock our faith? Does it suggest to us that God doesn't care? Or perhaps does God have a better plan in mind? And we need to learn how to be more patient to anticipate what this plan might be. For us, friends, this passage illustrates that Jesus can see something that the people around him cannot see. That's how God is. He's always seeing the big picture. And while at times it may seem for us that we too can see the big picture, the reality is we don't. And so we need to trust more and question less. We need to realize that even though it doesn't make sense to us, God's will is far greater than we could ever imagine. On our best day, it pales in comparison to God's quote-unquote worst day. And we know that God doesn't have any bad days, but you know what I'm trying to say, friends, here. Like, there's no chance that Father Rico Pacero's ideas are going to be even in the same ballpark as God's. But when Father Rico's will is in alignment with God's will, then get out of the way because nothing's going to stop it from happening, right? So in this passage, friends, Jesus doesn't have to prove himself to anyone. He's going to do things on his time. He's going to do things his way. God is the same way. Jesus is God, of course. But even today, right now, whatever turmoil we see, whatever gaps might seem to us that need to be filled, God is, number one, aware of what's going on, aware of those gaps, but he's only going to do something about it when it is the appropriate time to do so. And that's, of course, also if it is God's will to act, period. He doesn't owe us an apology. He doesn't have to follow what we like. We have to follow what God likes. And when we encounter people who are able to do that, we see that they are more at peace because they're going to trust that God will do what God needs to do when God needs to do it. So you may have heard the phrase, timing is everything. Indeed, for God, timing is everything too. In this passage, Jesus takes his time and he acts in a very subtle and secret way. He wants the people to think. He wants them to continue to talk. He wants to show signs when he wants to show signs. He wants to interact with people when it is the appropriate time to do so. He doesn't need to be questioned. He doesn't succumb to peer pressure. God's will be done. What can we also learn from this passage ourselves? Well, on our own faith journeys, when people put external pressures on us, well, you know, I'll believe in your God, 
if you ask him to do this for me or that for me or unless this happens, you know, I'm not coming over to your team. And sometimes this can make us uncomfortable. I know I've been in that position many times, both as a priest and just as a member of a family and in my circle of friends too. And yet our faith in God should not waver, friends. Let's always trust that God's timing is perfect because indeed, as this podcast is called, God's timing is perfect. Let's try to be more in tune with what God's timing is preparing us for. When and if God wishes to act, it's always the perfect time. Now, to you and I, we might be frustrated. We might feel that God is not interested or asleep on the cushion of the boat, as that famous scripture reminds us. And yet, Jesus does what he needs to do to calm the storm. God is never disinterested in your prayer and in your life, friends. You are his chosen son or daughter. So let's recommit ourselves to being more in tune with thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, part of the Lord's Prayer. Let's not get frustrated when God seems to take too long. Let's continue to persevere in prayer and realize that God's timing is always perfect. As we discern what God's timing is for us in our lives and in our own situations, let's lift each other in prayer. Let's pray for perseverance and continue to trust that God's will will always be done. For God's Playbook friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Buzzsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.